I did. Let's get into it. Hey guys, welcome back to Woman Did You Watch Housewives podcast. I'm Dima. And I'm Tressy. And we are back recapping episode six of The Real Housewives of Potomac. And this Potomac is like such a good franchise for keeping you on a cliffhanger. They Every episode they leave you and you're like, I need the next one. I want I need more. The, the end of the, I cannot wait until we get to the end of this episode. Oh gosh, like I just want next episode already because like, uh, and we'll get to it people. It gets but good. How did you feel about this episode? Like episode six overall, like, do you feel like it was like a good one, like a happy medium or like super, like a lot of things going on? I, my initial thought is that this episode went by so fast. Like I looked up and there already was the credits and I was like, whoa. <laughs> um, but I do, I do. I thought it was like a good mix. It was a bit like Potomac is pristine at this of keeping it light, but keep bringing the drama. And I think there was like a good balance in this episode. Yeah. Cause like I said, unlike other like housewives, like they have so many different um, storylines going on, except for, I don't know. I'm going to take this back a little bit because for these past couple of episodes, they've been really focused on Chris. So mm-hmm. it's almost like they're trying to make Chris that one storyline now this season, but hopefully they deviate from that because that's, it's starting to get a little bit annoying. Yeah. But even still, even still they're like, there was Wendy's thing or not Wendy's thing, Mia's thing about the cancer, no cancer. <laughs> There's Ashley's divorce. And, and now, and now a little bit of Chris and Candace gets mixed in with Ashley and Michael. So I love we're going to, we're going to start to see that back and forth, but should we pick up where we left off? Yes, 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 yes. So Robin has already dipped. She's waiting in her car <laughs> that everybody else is going to go into. Like <laughs> putting on her Uggs <laughs> for the car. Um, and basically Ashley just told Candace that there's another person that she knows that um, Chris was hitting on at the spring fling party. And, um, and so it, within like the first, I swear they hit me with like so much in the first 20 seconds. I was like, I just opened my eyes and turned on this episode. What do you mean? So then Candace comes right back and I, I, tr- I literally on this podcast cannot say the words, but Candace basically says, I know I was debating. I was like, okay, I didn't even so- type it in my notes. <laughs> I know I, I typed D. <laughs> letter D. I did not write the whole term. Like, okay. So I literally was thinking about it and I was like, who is our audience? Like, do we think like little kids going to listen to us? Probably not, but I still feel uncomfortable saying it. Like, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll cover it. We'll cover it a little bit. But anyway, so Candace basically says that Michael, Ashley's husband, soon to be ex-husband, um, and has been going to this guy's house to do <laughs> just sexual things with Just him. suck his thing. Yes. Just suck. We can say suck. <laughs> you can suck. I'm like dying. <laughs> <laughs> I does not like to say certain words to people. 
And um, and basically Wendy right away picks up the piece of paper and starts to burn it. She's like, like we gotta burn. She's like, we gotta burn this out. Honestly, I was not hoping for this bomb to drop. Like, I don't think Ashley was ready because she thinks that she was coming after Candace and bring up Chris. And woman, remember last episode when I told you I I think I know which friend Ashley yep. talking about. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's a good point. When, when they're in the confessional with Ashley, the producer's like, do you know who the friend was? Like, can you tell us who the friend was? And Ashley straight up says it was Deborah. She threw Deborah under the bus. And I was like, woman made that call last week. She's like, I think it's Deborah. I think she's going to get herself involved here. Woman, you you are truly a housewives (laughs) historian. (laughs) Professor, thank you very much. You're I title. And thank you so much, producers, for rolling the tape back because then we see Chris standing next to Deborah at the bar. However, Chris was on his phone the entire time. He did not even look at her. So once again, I just want to say that I'm so happy, so happy the producers have had Chris's back because mm girl came in and they really really wanted to turn this man into like a sexual predator mm-hmm. and I'm not saying okay Giselle it's fine you can be uncomfortable whatever let's have this conversation hey Candace tell your husband Giselle said she was uncomfortable whether you know at this point I feel like it's he said she said but whatever be uncomfortable fine but to try to make up more and Ashley was just so ready to just like start telling Candace how well, your husband could be a cheater by bringing up all these, like, well, he slid in my DM, he did this, he did that. And also even referred to Mia, who we can see Chris was not even looking at. So mm-hmm. at this point, I feel like they were just trying to, I don't know what was the reason, honestly. That to me, I just felt like, you know, they, they were being very vindictive, especially Ashley. So when well, Ken- she proved that last week too. Very much so. So when Candace dropped this bomb that apparently she's known for a while mm-hmm. uh, and did tell Robin about it. Mm-hmm. And Robin- A couple years ago. A, a few years ago. And Robin- Robin kept her mouth shut. Robin believed it. You know why? Because a few seasons ago, I don't know if it was two seasons ago, like they In got- that terrible like, reunion look. They got- <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember. Was it when she looked she, like she huh? had a cheetah? Was it the yellow? No, no, <laughs> they were wearing a white. Ashley's hair looked terrible, and Robin's hair looked like it was like 10 feet tall. <laughs> oh, yes, I remember. It was such a horrible haircut. Very horrible. Um, and obviously Robin believes that rumor because um we caught Michael Darby in the act saying the same thing. He wanted to do the same thing to one and Robin heard it mm-hmm. so yeah so I was just so excited like when this happened I was like oh my gosh everybody was just like not waiting for that to happen and thank god Candace had that in her pocket because that way she could kind of like you know like turn the conversation around a little bit because we all know Ashley was just being vindictive so that's true that's true and it did definitely take the pressure off of the conversation because also like me and Karen looked at each other and they're like oh nope we gotta go now we're out of here I like Karen's face she was like and her face is like I know for a fact it's true like (laughs) I know everybody believes it Mm -hmm. I think Ashley knows who her husband is and 
why she never gave us like any crazy reaction like oh my gosh like I'm super shocked because she just know who she got married to but yeah that was such speaking a of point. Ashley and who she got married to mm-hmm. the next scene is she finally goes to a lawyer and essentially my only comment on this is obviously Ashley you needed to go to a lawyer to go through your divorce oh, and this girl goes to the lawyer who is probably so well educated has spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on her education and her <gasps> her licensure and she's like oh you explain this so much better than Google does and I was like Ashley you are you so insulting she literally said oh wow I googled this and you and Google don't compare oh my goodness are you serious Ashley you idiot but basically the lawyer thought she was an idiot too she was like (laughs) um this person with much more money than you and the financial upper hand should not be giving you the um what is it called the proposal yeah a proposal that he puts together you need to do a financial analysis of his finances you need to see if whatever he's saying is fair Mm -hmm. like Ashley who like you are not allowed to be an adult. Yeah. Ever lo- since your adulthood. <laughs> the lawyer looked at her like she was stupid when she was like, well, do you think it's a good idea to buy a house with <laughs> my ex-husband? And the lawyer looked at her like smiling and like, I don't think that's the <laughs> that you should be taking. Like, are you serious? Honestly, this whole scene, I was just like, I cannot take Ashley seriously honestly maybe it's just something about her facial expression where I just see it as a joke like she's not making me feel like she knows what she wants or she's just like playing stupid and I'm just so over I'm over this storyline I'm over it too I'm like every I'm pretty sure that every person who goes through divorce knows that they need a lawyer at minimum yeah I mean maybe I mean I assume or so have you ever seen the movie marriage story oh yeah it was really good yeah yeah even like like I've heard what happened though it was like they they had like an amicable divorce mm-hmm. and then the lawyers basically like drew them to like end up hating each other and then they like built this like super strong hate for each other and then they like were better at the end but so maybe not everybody needs a lawyer if you can just have like an amicable divorce. I don't know. But like that means like you have to be like equal on all fronts. Yeah. And Michael Darby and Ashley are not equal financially at minimum. That's very true. Or maybe you just like you both like let's say like if they were together for a very, very long time, like let's say like since they were in high school and they both have emotional intelligence, like and they're like, well, we grew apart and I just want you to be happy and you want me to be happy. Let's just, you know, get this done. But I feel I don't know. I don't feel like it's ever that simple of like I actually want you to just be happy and I actually want you to just be happy. There's always okay. selfishness. We're human. Yeah, they do say divorce brings um the worst out of you know people. So um, yeah, just the whole idea of divorce just always makes me sad. I'm like, ugh, it's just division, divorce, division. It is, yes, yeah. Um, <laughs> what, what were we gonna say? On to the next scene. <laughs> on the <laughs> other hand, pedicures. 
right. All right. So next scene is like Mia, Sharice, and Jacqueline. Oh my gosh. So honestly, my first thought was like, ugh, why is Sharice here? I feel I'm over Sharice. So over her. I was like, she's really trying to come back because she even has the confessional this episode. And I'm like, we don't want you here. <laughs> like, we really don't want you. The shade that Mia threw on her confessional. Oh my goodness. That's, that's all I could see. Mia. It's <laughs> like, not her droopy eyelashes. <laughs> no, her. Well, did you say her eyebrows? Or eyelashes, just, eyelashes. Oh, her eyebrows were horrible too. Because I was yeah, like, they, were. they were like literally like dipping all the way <laughs> on the side of her like face i'm like what is going on here it's it just like bothers me um also i'm like what's how did her and nia ended up like connecting like that like i just feel like she's just like like attaching herself to mia to try to obviously like get into the show mm. as well um so yeah so like mia sharice and jacqueline like um they're getting pedicure and then you know during the pedicure mia just want to let them know how she's planning a trip and they're all invited it's a girl's trip to miami Mm -hmm. also it bothers me to my core how mia calls miami m-i-a and i think think people do that yeah okay if you call miami am i please don't call but she probably likes it because it looks it reads me up but it just bothers me it just sounds weird say mm-hmm. like say it like you might as well finish it yeah miami like, yeah don't you be like i'm going to mia <laughs> what <laughs> i have never i mean i don't know if people say that but i've never heard that in my life so yeah i don't know but thank god also mia told us for the fifth time in six episodes that she and jacqueline have been best friends since they're 15. We've literally been told this 10 times. I'm, I get it. Also, she did say that Jacqueline did not like her initially. She hated her. Yeah. I'm not surprised by that, but also it was nice to know that, um, to like learn a little bit more about their history. Like Jacqueline's mom ended up fostering Mia when her mom was like going through her drug issues and her dad died in prison, which I didn't know. Yeah. I mean, Mia has been through it. Yeah, she definitely has a traumatic background. Mm-hmm. I don't judge her. You know, you can't judge someone on like the unfortunate events that happen mm-hmm. in their lives, but like you can still judge them on how they decide to present themselves in the, themselves in the future. Which she has I'm plenty doing. to judge on currently. <laughs> which I am doing currently. And you know what's crazy? Initially, I was very indifferent to Mia. And then you used to have so much like feelings towards her. And I'm like, oh, this is so funny. I like laughing at you. And then this episode is like, bring it out of me. And I'm like starting to turn into you. And I'm like, but you know, when I turn into you, I even get more like deeper. So now I become like a monster. I can't stand you. So like, yeah. It's in perfect timing leading up to the end of the episode oh my goodness oh my goodness oh my goodness I cannot wait I also I also want to make one more point that Mia's talking about like the Miami trip and how she's inviting everyone and she's like oh the house I'm getting a couple people are gonna have to share bedrooms Mia were you not on that trip with them last year what the Wendy's trip Mm mm-hmm yeah yeah I know because she is like you talk you you talk all this okay and we're gonna get we're gonna talk about we'll get that, into it. that she got and the location and everything 
how she told <laughs> she told Cherie, she's like, by the way, like, I'm gonna let you choose your room. And then Cherise just got super excited about that. Like, I'm the condam. And I'm like, no, also, also, like, why would Cherise get to choose her own room? She's not even a full-time cast member. I don't know. I'm telling you, like that Mia, she's just like sauce. I don't know. And Mia, if you're smart, you're not gonna go against Karen. Seriously. Karen's the one that you need not to be like warming an, up to. You're an ally. Like, don't be sh- don't choose Cherise. You see how Robin is losing? <laughs> like, because Robin is choosing Cherise. So don't, don't Yeah, do Robin brought her back too. But yeah, so um, okay, so we're done with this scene, honestly, because there wasn't much besides the fact that, well, I guess like we got to know, you know, like that, you know, that background about Mia and her friend. And then mm-hmm. but just like seeing Cherise just bothers me so much because <laughs> I'm like, can you just like dress a little bit cuter? Yeah, true. You know, it's just she's always like very like plain and like, okay, do not That's judge- why she and Robin get along. That's very <laughs> true. I literally was thinking about that. I was like, Sharice Robin, Sharice Robin. They both have worse fashions. No, but Sharice Robin and Giselle. <laughs> oh my god. But Giselle's not boring. She's like, she's like overtly bad. Like <laughs> mismatched vibrant there's a difference between being boring and like we still have something to say about you even if it's bad but then like we have nothing to say about you because you're just boring right that's robin that's very true yeah and and, uh sharice um also like you know how her name is like spelled with two r and two s's i learned that this episode i also learned that yeah it's just like you know not very necessary like it's just something i did not necessarily need to know but i was like "Hmm, interesting thought Mm-hmm. um so then we have the next scene with wendy her daughter and her husband her daughter is very tall for a two-year-old unless like editing is just made a mistake because i'm like whoa she literally looked like she's like four years old mm-hmm. um but it was really cute i don't think i have much to say for that scene besides the fact that i don't know they look like a pretty family they look really nice like mm-hmm. i think wendy's like style she's She's looking really good, like this episode, this season. So, um, and then Eddie, I was like, "Do you have a brother?" <laughs> but then, yeah. <laughs> but now I, I know Eddie's good. But then I was like, you know what? Probably not, because then his family apparently is not that nice. Too. I was gonna say that next. But then at the same time, like maybe they'd ex- they would accept me over Wendy, <laughs> so then we would be fine. Maybe, maybe. No? Um. But yeah, basically Eddie's telling Wendy to stop with all these extracurricular activities. And Wendy's like, okay. <laughs> basically. That's literally what I took from that scene. I was like, one, Eddie's looking really good. Eddie, wink, wink. And then, you know, you're a married man. So let's talk to your brother if he's not married. But at the same time, like, Eddie's telling Wendy, stop all your extracurricular activities. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> and then she goes... Okay, the restaurant's on pause. Like, that was the easiest conversation. Thank you. Thank you for bringing in Peter from Atlanta for this. <laughs> do you really think she was journaling or do you feel like that's something she was doing for the show? I just feel like she was doing it for the She's show. probably doing it for the show. Yeah. Or it's like a new habit that she's like, oh, I'm going to take this on. But it's like a habit that lasts like a week. Do you, you like forget when? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why I do don't. you say it like that? Like, because... <laughs> I don't have that in me. <laughs> you don't have deep thoughts, like deep. no. You have not had deep experiences. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> nope. Oh my god! I don't even know what to say. 
Next. I, nothing to say. I journal a lot. <laughs> Listen, for the record, I am not hating on journaling. I'm just saying I don't journal. You have, you've journaled since you were little. Yeah. Well, I've like, I think like, I've like ever since I was little, like I would write stories or poems yeah, like that. you brought them to school. Did I? Mm-hmm. I don't remember any of those. You had one French story. <laughs> I forget what it was about. Sorry. That's so cute. I'll move. Maybe like a crayon? Something about a crayon? Pencil? pencil? Is it about a pencil? I don't think I would ever write anything about a pencil, but I think I'm deeper than that. Even though we could be. You were that. like nine. I was nine? It, you, had, you had told me about a story that you wrote when you were little, but you told me about it at UMass. You had already written it. Huh. I, don't I feel know. like there was something about crayon. <laughs> which was pencil. Right? Yes. Yes. See? No, I mean, honestly, like, you know how people are like, I have to journal every single night. Like, I'm not that structured. Like, no. It could be like in the middle of the night, I have some thoughts, like, I'll put it down somewhere. But I'm not like one of those people that's like, yeah, like that's like a hobby that I do on the regular. Like I do it mm. every night. Like they're like, cause I was looking at my, um, my diary and I was like, whoa, I hadn't read anything since June. <laughs> like, and then I was like, oh, okay. Was Mine like, would have been like June, 2010 when I graduated <laughs> high school. No, but you remember, remember that like, um, it was like a poem that you shared with me like not too long ago. Like we're not gonna talk about like <laughs> we're not gonna talk about like the content. Yeah, like but sometimes saying, like if big write. events happen, yeah, you do sometimes write. I write, but I wouldn't say I journal. Like okay. I'm not like a regular writer. Yeah, I mean I'm not like a regular either. I'm just like mm. I don't but know. But I, I think, think you like I think you like to write more than I do. Probably. Okay. Yeah. All right, so we got that, you know, situated with the journaling. She was like, I "Thought you're about to like recite my poem to the <laughs> podcast." I, I don't remember, but remember, I also shared a poem with you that I like um, recently too. It was like around the same content. Oh yes, 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 yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. See, we do, we do have some similarity. <laughs> I can't wait for you to go through this and edit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Let's just jump into the next scene. Um, So obviously Mia has invited all the girls to the Miami trip. And now we have Giselle Robin um, just getting into a store where, because Giselle wants to be scantily dressed um but everything she chooses is horrible actually I liked the orange outfit the orange outfit is not for Miami but no it could be like with a bathing suit underneath however our friend wore a very similar outfit in Mykonos yeah but that was cream yeah it was cream that's right but she she didn't give anything a chance because she kept wearing her stupid beret and like her like black tank top (laughs) underneath I was like Giselle, take off the winter hat when you're trying on your clothes for Miami. <laughs> Give them a chance. <laughs> Honestly, both her and Robin, like all the, I feel like all their choices were horrible. Robin was like, this is too long. She's like, this is too, too short. short. I was like, it's like, at your knees. <laughs> you're like a nun. <laughs> it's like Robin, you're oh, in Miami. You know, you're not the like Utah. You're not Salt Lake City. 
<laughs> even Salt Lake City, you know, they're showing like like boobs and everything. Um, and um, so I honestly was like, they're beautiful women. And, you know, I wish they would dress up like a way to, you know, accentuate like their beauty and everything. It's just not, they're not doing it for me at all. Mm-mm. And then Ashley came into the store. Oh my gosh. Oh man, I'm so over Ashley this whole episode. Let's I'm really skip it. So she basically says she doesn't care and doesn't believe what Candace said. And I'm like, knows. okay, great. <laughs> Michael Darby, via like, you know, like while being on the show, has like grabbed several producers or people working um, for the show. He has grabbed their butt. He also all men, right? Yeah, they they were men. Yeah. He also grabbed Andrew's butt. Andrew used to be the um he used to date um Katie. Katie, yeah. And then he also made that statement about what he would do with Juan. Just <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, makes a comment and asked, like I think it was in her confession, like, right? Really like Juan. He's like, if he looks like Juan, it's definitely <laughs> true. <laughs> And then, like, when you and Michael Darby have something in common, what you like, Juan? No, not anymore. I talked about it. Nope, nope, nope. Abort, abort, abort. I said it was over. (laughs) Yeah, but at the time, Michael Darby liked him then. Maybe you're right. At the time, oh, to say that I have something in common with Michael Darby, (laughs) 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 but honestly, I was just like, wow. yeah I mean it's fine just come out and because the funny thing is Ashley comes out and she has no issue saying like oh like I'm bisexual like she said that to the lawyer also let's go back yeah. She's saying like the reason why they're getting a divorce true I, I really don't believe that do you really like she is standing by that though she's basically like we're getting a divorce because our sex life changed we're getting a divorce because we no longer do threesomes like that's literally what she's saying yeah but like that's what she, that's what she's saying is like they're re- like when they say like cause of divorce and they're like irreconcilable differences <laughs> are they gonna say that instead they're gonna be <laughs> that's so funny I mean I guess yeah irreconcilable differences because they cannot like nobody can agree on two two threesome or not threesome what is the question like I don't know but like that is like I don't believe that for a bit like so you're telling me like the basis of you guys getting together and getting married and getting into a union was because you both like to participate in extracurricular sexual activities? I don't know. That makes no sense to me. So, but now I kind of wonder, I'm like, what was Michael Darby's reason for getting married to her? She was a young, hot thing. Yeah. But why not just, just date? Not, yeah. 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 Hmm. I don't know. I mean, benefit you know, of the doubt, he loved her, I guess. I guess. I don't know what why men or, do- or 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 actually maybe he's gay and he's using her as a cover-up. Like a beard. I think that's yeah, what's joke. it called? I think like you're a, a beard. Yeah, she's the beard. Beard or what yeah. You think so? Yeah, maybe. I mean, honestly, when you think about it, that could be a true woman because Every time these allegations come out against like Michael Darby, Ashley's always like her behavior is always like, I don't believe it with a smile or like never anything that's like 
even at least like show that you're angry that somebody's saying something like that about your husband if it's not like true. candace behave like candace yeah, like at least like show that like you're you know like that's repulsive like why would you unless say- she's like immune like to it because it literally happens all the time honestly i feel like in this relationship it was obviously like a power play and like you know michael is the one who has full control and power when it came to finances when it came to whatever they would do and she just had to i don't know actually has like daddy issues like you know like it's mm-hmm. not not in a bad way obviously like you know she, she doesn't have a great relationship with her father we we saw like there was um a season where she tried trying to connect with her father and he wanted nothing to do with her and like <clears throat> It's not surprising to me that she wants that like eternal figure. Um, yeah, because even like before she was saying like how she doesn't connect with young people with younger men that much. Well, not anymore now. She's dating Luke from Winter House and Summer House. Did you see that she supposedly recorded her TikTok from his apartment? I saw it. Yeah, I saw it. Everybody was like, yep, these are all the things Luke would have. <laughs> checklist <laughs> I do watch summer house and winter house I'm like yeah that's very true very odd pairing I really but also I I see it I could see it too at the same time she said also, she's into hockey players that's what Candace said the other episode and he could, looks very typical hockey player I could see that I could see that yeah he is like a hockey coach <laughs> so oh he, is he yeah oh yeah, yeah there you go yeah um also, what I wanted to say is like, Ashley, please stop TikToking for the love <laughs> for of God. TikTok. <laughs> You're TikToky. I think she did stop. She stopped showing up on my For You page. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so yeah, so where were we? So yeah, Ashley's like, she doesn't believe the rumor. Robin's like, I anything is possible. But I think she wants to say like, I believe it because I heard him making the same statement in regards to my husband, my mm-hmm. future and so slash ex-husband um ex-husband to become my future husband (laughs) so now um let's get to Miami oh one more thing because Giselle was like what I don't want to talk to you ever and I'm like Giselle Chris doesn't want to talk to you ever either all right okay great I think we both agree so now we have the next scene woman we're going to Miami woman the first thing I wrote with all of this is please let's go to Miami again (laughs) you need to go back Miami I do love Miami how many times have you been now like three like at least six at least six yeah oh my gosh yeah we went a lot during COVID (laughs) I mean it was open it was open like the tickets were so like in like in 2020 Mm -hmm. like the end of 2020 the tickets were super, super cheap. They were like $50 round trip. Wow. Nice. $50? Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's a I good deal. It. But, but yeah. basically, so the girls um, all make their way to the airport. Karen and Cherise had the fakest hello. It was hilarious. <laughs> Karen cool. literally straight up looks into the camera and she's like, mm. <laughs> Hi, Cherise. You made it. <laughs> <laughs> And then she's like, if I were planning my birthday trip, no, I would not have invited her. But it's not my birthday trip. It's a trip that happens to fall on my birthday. I was like, at least you recognize it, Karen. I know. Um, And then Ashley's filming TikToks in the airport lounge. <laughs> Wendy <laughs> walks in with her blue Birkin. I loved it. 
I didn't even get to, I really don't notice certain things for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then Robin kind of starts. One more thing. That's when I think that's when I made the comment, like Ashley stuck TikToking all in caps Mm because it was like I was over. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Like, it's not funny. It just feels very mechanical. Yeah, even when I see like little kids TikToking in public, I'm like, kids, why are you TikToking in public? If I ever walked by Ashley Darby TikToking in public, I'd be like, what are you doing? Honestly, um, so I'm not on TikTok, but I do see things here and there. And it's just a sad day, a sad time for dancers all over. It's just like, do we do we even dance anymore? Like. Or is everything like TikTok dances? Like, well, it- act- that's a fair point. Cause I remember one time I was listening to, I think a podcast and they were talking about how musicians, their labels are like forcing them to make music in a way that's um, like easily that's used as a TikTok sound. And well, so like their music is becoming like less about them and more about like what can get the most like plays on TikTok. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That is. Um, that's crazy I believe it I think I heard something like that too it's like now everything like drives like either their numbers like you know like so if it's if it gets plays a lot on TikTok it also like you know drives their numbers super high and all that stuff and so now everybody just want to do something that's TikTokable I don't yeah. know I don't know if that's even a word but anyways <clears throat> social media but yeah yeah um and so then they are in the car on the way to the house Um, like you know how she like put them in different cars yeah yeah so she put she put like robin ashley wendy and sharice in one car then like it was her karen um her friend jacqueline and then giselle Mm -hmm. car so I was just like "Mm, interesting and then like when they were driving over they're like why why Rob like like why not Robin and she's like well there I you know I can't have more than four people in this car so I guess like if she has to choose between like Robin and Giselle Robin gotta go yeah true but then Robin Robin tries to start to stir the tea and she's like oh maybe Karen said Mia, don't put me in with Cherise. I was like, Robin, that was what? unnecessary. No, seriously. I love that. Um, also in this scene, all of the women are kind of realizing that there's not enough rooms at the mansion. <laughs> and they're all like, who's going to be sharing a room? And then they're driving and they're like driving over the bridge and they're driving through Miami. And then they they're start driving. <laughs> Wendy's like, hmm. There are two different Miamis happening on this street. On the right side, there's like the nice mansions, and on the across the street, there's grandma's house. <laughs> that was funny. Because, yeah, was very shady. In that, because in that. Mia did not book a uh, lodging in South Beach. Like, I mean, who- aren't you shocked? Because I'm like, I am. You talk so much, like you mu- you talk so much shit, and the house that you're. I think it's probably North Miami because I'm like, I remember, I feel like this is where I went for my cousin's bachelorette party. It was like the same like neighborhood. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely South- before you go over the bridge into yeah, South Beach. Definitely not South Beach at all. So mm-hmm. I was just like, 
uh so you couldn't just like get a bigger house closer to south beach and just really i thought you got it like that mia right um with your four hundred thousand a year mm-hmm. <laughs> apparently four hundred thousand a year doesn't get you a 10 bedroom mansion in south beach <laughs> um but yeah I was just like well you know they were like they were being a little bit shady in the car about the house and the location so which was warranted and everything Mm -hmm. Um, but then they get to the house and it's really nice yeah the house is nice there's super nice how many rooms right like I think it had six rooms so three people need to share and so it ends up it ends up being Wendy and Jacqueline share Karen and or not Karen Jacqueline and Mia are sharing. This I meant Mia. Why do I keep calling Mia Wendy? That's funny. <laughs> I don't know. They do not look anything alike. They literally look opposite. <laughs> In and like every way. <laughs> okay. So they get to the house. It's beautiful. It's like really nice views, but it's not next to South Beach. Where's the beach? Giselle says. But um, there's a nice pool uh there's six bedrooms so three people six people have to share um and Candace isn't there yet so she doesn't get to know where she's staying so before that I really like like when they all walked into the house how you know like they had like drinks getting ready and all that stuff so I thought that was a good job and they the had food looked party. so good and then did you see how when her friend um when, when they were like standing in line to get food and then like her friend made a comment and the guy was like let me know if you need me to carry your plate or help you guys out she's like can you be on her plate like no she- mia said mia said mia said she wants him on her plate oh wait no. jacqueline was like oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. on her plate yeah and yeah, yeah. Mia, but it's almost like one of those things where i'm like you know we're talking we're like wait we can't say that on camera we cannot say that on camera so it was just kind of more like she's like oh i'm about to be 10 year married like married to my <laughs> yeah 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 but it's one of those things where i'm like um this is giving me the vibe that you know like mia be having be doing something on the side i feel like her and she seems to be that couple that have the agreement Mm-hmm. Uh, allegedly 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 but it feels like it because it was almost like why are you saying that on camera to her mm-hmm. friend i'm mm-hmm. like that's true you know that's a good point that's that's a good point. but yeah very good point so they got food and then they got really good looking food very um good. i think it's hilarious that karen can't eat the dirty bird <laughs> So what's up like? So apparently now she is um, allergic to chicken. Is that a <laughs> no? No, I'm, yeah. really, I'm serious. Yeah, that's what she says, and that it's the dirty bird. Well, it's a real thing. You can be allergic to chicken. You can be allergic to anything, I guess. But I've never heard allergic to chicken. I can hear like mm-hmm. I don't eat chicken because I'm vegan or I like animals, but I've never heard like I'm allergic. It's like me being allergic to mayo. But uh, I'm really not. You use that as an excuse that they give it to you. Like, like, I'm allergic, especially when I travel internationally. I'm like, I will die if you put me. Because, you know, they don't, a lot of places don't care to accommodate for you. And I'm like, I will legit die. Die of drama. (laughs) If you put mayo. (laughs) Any white condiments, I do not like. Savory. We know. We do know. We do Um, know. So, um, yeah, so basically we're all sitting around and then Mia decided to give the room assignments and then she had, she was just 
so extra this episode so extra like I was just so annoyed and she's like yeah like everybody has like customized stickers on the envelope with their name and I chose like a stripper name or a stripper sentence for the room mm-hmm. assignment. I was like okay that's and she gave herself and Jacqueline queen of hearts because she was like that is like the top of the it's top time. strip club oh whatever <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Hey, living on my memories—it's just details, details, attention to details. <laughs> now, now we know that what I do when I go to Miami is not <laughs> go to the strip clubs in Miami. Um, she's like Queen of Diamond, and then like Karen was like Potomac Tees. I don't know. None of the name makes sense. Hustlers, to- Hustlers was good. That was a good movie. I've never watched it, so oh, I, you should I- watch it. Maybe. I watched it on the plane with my mom. Mm. When we were on our way to Miami, actually. Oh, that's funny. You and your mom went to Miami, too? <laughs> yeah. We took her for her birthday. Oh, you guys really But did. we didn't we didn't stay, like, deep in South Beach. We stayed in, like, the more residential area on the beach, though. You guys really do like Miami. We I love it. it. It was um at that level. Yeah. I mean, my mom's birthday is in February, so it's, like, a nice getaway. But she yeah. got bad weather the whole time. Mm-hmm. She got bad weather. She was upset. <laughs> she was like, it's oh, so cold. So you gotta redo it. I redo, know. Redo, redo. redo. Um, just to um, you know, to go to Miami and drink mm-hmm. that um the jalapeno margarita. So good. So good. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. So Robin's pissed because every time they go on a trip, they put her and Giselle in a shared room. Mm-hmm. Would you be upset if every time we went on a huge group trip and someone had to share a room they automatically put me and you together just because we were best friends every single time no because I don't really care much like that about like room assignments and stuff um and you're very easy to deal with thank you it would work so if it's like if I had no choice like you know like if I had to room with somebody um, but then if it's like, if it's like you do have the options, but they just automatically just want to put you together. It's like, no, like just give us the options at the same time. You know, let's just, let's just do something fair. Like maybe somebody picks something out. And then so that like, it comes out how it comes out, but doesn't necessarily need to pair us. But also like, I don't have much thoughts about it. Like mm-hmm. I really don't care about sharing rooms like that. So I feel like, like, um, I obviously don't mind sharing a room with you ever all the time. But like, I feel like if like everybody else in the group always gets their own room and then like you and I are always the ones that have to share just because we're like the closest friends, it'd be like, it'd be annoying. annoying. Yeah. It's like, you want to be able to have that options too. Is then, that- and then I'll just have you come sleep in my bed. That's different. <laughs> <laughs> like, in- Especially when like Robin has to poop twice a day based on what Giselle told us. It's a lot of smelly it's a lot of smelly especially I'm thinking about like that's one thing I don't like I don't want to smell your poop like and you know when you go on these trips like you know, I smell a few poops here and there and I'm like I don't want to smell poop. even if I'm dating you I don't want to smell poop. if we're on vacation actually just overall but I just I'm okay with not yeah <laughs> I thought that was such an interesting comment that Giselle made and I was just like dying laughing and I was like Robin 
No, I mean, I can see why they can be annoyed. I, yeah. I, I would be annoyed. Yeah, yeah. I could Especially because, like, it was, like, a big thing last year. Mm-hmm. When, like, Giselle's foot was broken. Mm. Oh, and the room was yeah, tiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, they have the right to feel that way if they want to, you know. Yeah. Um, so, what I, did I you? What did you think about, um, oh, I was going to say the, I feel like the whole joke about like Candace's card and like trying to see where she was staying, like all of like that joke that they were playing, I feel like that was like light and nice and like pure fun. I liked I it. it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just hated it. It was just full. Why? So I thought that was light. I did not think it was light because- Mia's just being shady. Like, if you see the room that Candace and Wendy have to share. No, I th- I think that was shady. The actual, like, was assignment was shady. Like, didn't know where Candace was going to No, that part was shady. I thought Ashley literally stealing it to, like, go sneak off and show it to, like, Robin. And then, like, sneak back and, like, hide it. I thought that was cute. You know, maybe it's because I just can't stand Ashley this episode. I think so. Anything that she did, I did not find any joy in it. Or I think so. About it, I was just like, "Ugh, grow up." That's what I was. I literally was like, "Grow up." That's true. That that's what I wrote. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I don't understand why Sharice needed to call a travel agent. That was hilarious. To book a hotel in Miami. <laughs> First of all, let's talk land about of hotels. Travel. Before they got there, um, when they were at the spa, how Mia was like, well, you know, I'm going to let you choose your room. So she did not have to choose the room. Her room got assigned to her. But also the room that Mia gave her had like no bathroom or anything like that. And it wasn't like the best room anyways. But I felt felt like I was like, I was like, Sharice, you're not a full time Mm -hmm. cast member. So you get to have a half ass room. So I was Mm -hmm. like i was just like you deserve this but she's just like oh you know i need to have certain accom- accommodations and i just need this and i need that i mean fair enough like yeah. if she needs to leave i was like leave sharif please <laughs> get a hotel <laughs> just go yeah and it was not like a kenya marlo situation where marlo's like you're not allowed to join any of the activities if you don't stay in this house everyone's like okay that's fine oh, that. yeah, go yeah. off that was a mess of a season so then we get to the best part of the episode which is the last 20 seconds of the episode which is the preview for the next episode (laughs) so mia goes upstairs and is facetiming peter from atlanta because apparently everyone's friends with peter from atlanta Peter, peter peter that's what peter we kicked you out of Atlanta and now you want to come to Potomac? Like, <laughs> like, why is he there? Stop minding women's business. Oh my gosh. I told you they call her, they call him Pat- Patricia. So yeah. we're not going to call him Peter anymore. We're going to call him Patricia. Patricia. Sure. <laughs> so also, like, how do you think like they got connected like that? Like, I mean, I guess he knows um her husband, right? He must, but. Yeah. Anyways. Or, uh, I don't know. I mean, it could be because, like, the Bravo world, but they didn't overlap on Bravo ever. No. He was gone before Mia joined. Yeah, no, for, like, years. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. It was just kind of, like, 
it just felt weird that she was calling Peter out of everybody. I don't know. It just felt was like, was there something already planned? Like, yeah. I feel like they both planned something and are like, I'm going to call you and that's how you're going to come. You're going to talk about something. I don't know. So it felt weird. Yeah, it was weird. Mm-hmm. So on the FaceTime, she's like, oh, Peter, like we're, we're on a girl's trip. We're going to come to your restaurant. We're like eight girls. And then it met, she mentions that Wendy's one of them. Mm-hmm. and what does he say he goes tell Wendy I that got I got beef with her <laughs> and Mia's like what yeah. and then it cuts to next week and did you see the preview of next week I saw like the the five seconds that they show where Mia throws a drink in Wendy's face and then the next thing you see it looks like Wendy's like is on the ground I saw another part of the scene because then they had like another like a longer like 30 second clip. Oh, I didn't see that. Because I'd be in these streets because I just had to. After I finished, I was like, no, no, no. I was like, I know women said don't go to these streets, but I'm like, we said not to go to the streets. Obviously, I went on Twitter and because that, you know, the end was just like too much. And I was like, I need to see what people are saying about it. There's another 30 second clip and it's another preview where not only did she throw the drink at Wendy, but she also, she grabbed her big like YSL bag and like literally like swinged at her and like hit her. And you, you see like Wendy ducking. Oh my God. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, like Monique, like Monique very, and no, Candace. Very, very violent, like literally like violence, like literally like fighting someone. Like it doesn't matter. It wasn't like literally like, cause you see now like how everybody has like the thicker YSL like you know bags they're a little bit bigger now and then like and um she literally grabbed her and she swinged at her like oh my god what could have happened it was like going after her and attacking her you see like Wendy like ducking like it's also like somebody like is about that's what I saw and I cover myself and and then like in that scene you also like see her basically like talking to Peter and you're gonna see it next season and it's like really bringing the drama first of all you know what Wendy this is what you get Cause I don't know who told you to go work with Miss. <laughs> no, seriously, this guy. Like, you can't tell me like that you're joining Housewives and you have never heard of Peter Thomas. You have heard mm-hmm. of him. You've seen him in Atlanta. You probably heard how he was such a messy, messy boots. And he was not only was he very unprofessional. If you have issue with Wendy, go discuss it with Wendy. Like, don't bring mm-hmm. Mia into it. Why are you telling Mia about about mm-hmm. it? Like, I thought that was very unprofessional. But with I don't want to talk too much about what's going to happen next week. Because we have but, to talk about it next week. Yeah, because we have to talk about it next week. But like, woman, I was like, I just really want to know what happened. Like, what did Wendy say? Mm-hmm. We're going to see it all. You know, I'm like, I now I'm just like, I'm just like super, like, I'm like super curious now. I'm like, what did Wendy say where things really got to that level? Like, what could she have said? What could she have said? And then now I'm like, okay, um, Giselle, are you going to be uncomfortable? Because it's violent. Mm. are you gonna be uncomfortable Giselle are you gonna be uncomfortable we'll see I feel like yes (laughs) (laughs) I don't know because also something that I just was feeling this episode like okay you don't have to like Wendy you can have your feelings about her whatever I feel like this season she's like okay you know maybe last season like we didn't get along but it feels like she's trying to make an effort to just like be cordial with everyone Mm -hmm. and everybody has had like not letting her that second chance like every single cast member 
have done crazy things, it's especially Ashley. You know what I mean? So it's like, so everybody gets a second chance. And Candace. And Candace. And Mia, like, Mia, like, literally Giselle was, like, questioning whether you were even sick, whether you were doing it for attention. Like, that's something you could have, you you know, you said you were offended about. But, like, I just don't understand, like, what Wendy has done specifically to Mia. Because Mia made a comment. She was just like, well, Wendy is so mean. Yeah. I can't stand her. I was like, Mia, why was Wendy mean to you? Yeah, I just felt like this was very intense. And it just felt to me very high school like mean girls where it's like I want to be cool with this group and I know they don't like this girl so therefore I'm just not gonna like this girl. yeah and it does feel like that. a follower to me like, she, does feel like, like she's like a boss and everything but she's such a follower um yeah I think this um this episode definitely cemented my dislike for Mia for sure so mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure it's gonna welcome to the club yeah I'm arms wide there. open we have something to you <laughs> I'm here but yeah overall it was a really good episode I feel like Potomac's just been giving it to us mm-hmm. but yeah I'm it was a quick episode I'm definitely excited. set us up for next week I can't wait I we have so much to talk about like next week like and we don't even know what we have to talk about we just I know we just feel like we have so much to talk about mm-hmm. um because that was a big thing before the season came out that they they were like oh like Wendy and Mia got into an altercation Wendy and me got into an altercation so I'm like oh can't wait to see what it is I think overall like I don't know overall Mia overall this episode I dislike Ashley I dislike Mia um I dislike Sharice <laughs> you always just like Giselle Giselle has even she though was I, barely there this episode but she's still under the radar for me the past two episodes where I'm like all right that's fine like you get a break she's letting Robin step up instead <laughs> yeah Robin is just like Ugh, I mean she didn't do too much this episode but yeah I don't know I think it's very mean girlish I, I don't like it yeah it is I wonder where like the group will split because if Robin really doesn't like Wendy mm-hmm. I wonder if she'll be like team Mia after the fight but after yeah. I'm I'm just curious what the fight is about like what yeah, what could have be- possessed her but also, guess what? We talked about it. It doesn't matter whatever someone said because at the end of the day, this is housewives. Mm-hmm. They fight with their words. Mia has said a lot of stuff too, especially in her confessions. Like she's super shady, right? Mm-hmm. So I just want to say like ahead of times, like even if Wendy had said something like you're a stripper, blah, blah, blah. And like that still doesn't, like unless she physically attacked you, Mia, you can't attack her, period. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. So I, I hope like it's not one of those things where like well Wendy should have not said that um and if she did say that then she would have I don't I don't think it's gonna it's be like, like that. that I don't think it's gonna be like that because even even after it like in season five when Candace like flicked Monique's hair everyone was like Monique should not have gone that hard for Candace like and Candace like actually did something you mm-hmm. know like the response was not even Oh, I mean, Candace, when you said she did something, like, physically she did something? Like, she, like, flicked her, she, like, flicked Monique's hair. No, so Monique flicked her hair first, and then Candace went, because, you know, I just saw it, I just watched it, like, three seasons. Yeah, yeah. And then um, Candace went and just flicked her vest a little bit, like, like. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. But I realized, like, the person who made contact first in that fight was Monique. Mm. She literally flicked her hair. And then, like, oh. and he's like, okay, we're touching each other. You're flicking my hair. I'm flicking your vest. 
And then Modi came at her face. <laughs> My goodness. And she, <sighs> that was, that was a really bad fight. Uh, I mean, this one is not going to be to that extent, but at the end of the day. I mean, I literally think I saw Wendy on the floor though. So <laughs> I do, I'm not even funny. <laughs> no, I think it's funny, but obviously it's not funny. I think she was just ducking from what I saw. No, but it like, watch, watch the end again. It looks like somebody is, has fallen on the floor. Oh my God. Yeah, Wendy, like you are a professor. Like, please just, I don't even know why you're on this show. Just I know. not because she's a professor. I just feel like people that have a lot to lose, like women, like if you have like a very prominent career, like why, why are you on reality TV show? Well, have you been watching um, Salt Lake? Yes. Did I'm you watch the most recent one? Mm-hmm. But Wendy's, uh, Whitney's husband? Whitney? Yeah. Husband? Oh, he got fired. Yeah. He got fired because of their... Their scene, which also that scene was so cringy. It was so cringy. I was like, "That's kind of (laughs) deserved." Well, I mean, he doesn't deserve to lose his job. No, but like, should have done that. I think it's because you just like Whitney so much, so you're like, you know, annoying. Yeah, but I cannot wait for next week. I cannot wait, and this was a good one. Um, I don't know. I just came out of this with a lot of dislike, but you know, this is what even more. (laughs) <laughs> more dislike i can't take it but it, it was a really good episode it was so. all right we'll see you guys next week bye